0: Pose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment oh, to keep my sanity. And the wisdom rushing in. So much clearer now. Get down.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. You might be a little surprised by today's intro. Um, If you didn't notice, we have a new intro song for the podcast. And the podcast basically just got a facelift. Let's be real. It was time. There is a new cover photo for the podcast, a new Oh Shoot song. So. Basically, what happened was I obviously wanted to, like, give the podcast just, like, a little spruce up. Like, it's been almost two years since I started started this... Po- po- I cannot talk. It's been about two years since I started this podcast. It's a little bit under two years. Um, but I was, like... I love the current Oh Shoot song, and I was not expecting to love it as much as I did. But, like, when I made the podcast, I just... I don't know. I wasn't expecting the podcast to be such a huge part of my life and my career and stuff. So um, yeah, it's been around for a while. So I actually reached out to Matt, the guy that wrote my original Oshu intro song. And I was like, hey, can you like just spruce it up? Can you make it into a full length song? And he was like, yes, I would love to. So Oshu is now a full song i am going to play it at the end of this episode so you can hear the full thing it's so good i literally listen to it all the time um but matt has it on his spotify as well if you want to listen to it just like regularly you totally can but yeah we've got a new intro song we have a new podcast cover um so yeah welcome to oh revamped here we are it's literally going to be the same podcast just like you know, we've just updated things, sprucing, spruced things up a little bit. So yeah, it's literally so exciting. You guys deserve a refresh. You have stuck around through it. We've been through over a hundred episodes. You know, it's it's time. So a lot has happened since I have recorded last. I batched like four episodes, I believe, for March. So I literally have not like recorded in real time in a while so I'm going to give you guys some life updates literally so much has gone on that I just have so much to say and I actually concisely wrote it all down so I don't like go off track so here are some of my life updates things that have been happening um first we went on our road trip so that is why I batched all of my episodes for March because I was literally on a road trip driving across the US. So that was fun. Um, Me and Charlie pulled our camper behind our car and we just drove all the way out to California and camped in different spots along the way. Um, We went to Zion, Phoenix, Joshua Tree slash Palm Springs, and then Oceanside, California. So we had so much fun. The weather was surprisingly really nice much nicer than Michigan. It wasn't like California was rainy, which kind of sucked because California like never rains. But besides that, like the weather was perfect. It was so fun. Um, I did two shoots along the way. Um, I just kind of put like a model call out on my Instagram and I did a shoot in Zion National Park, which was so fun. I love shooting at national parks and like it's just so pretty. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then I did a shoot in San Diego at Sunset Cliffs. So completely different vibes, but both were so fun. And I actually had Charlie with me recording like on a camera. So he was like recording my shoots. So if you want to go and watch those shoots, they're actually both on YouTube right now. So you can go and watch and you can hear me talk and instruct and, you know, all the things. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard for me to watch those videos back because I literally like cringe at myself. I'm like, why did I say that? Or like, I don't know. I edit them. So like some of the stuff I say, I cut out because I'm literally like, why, why am I saying that? But um, yeah, if you want to go watch them, they're on YouTube. Um, I wanted to give you guys two highlights from our trip. So I'm not going to like bore you with all the details. Um, I did like vlog the Zion portion of it, but I'm going to give you guys two highlights of our trip. The first highlight was in Oceanside on our very last day, we decided that we wanted to do a surf lesson. So, we rented surfboards and got a surf instructor and he helped us surf and I actually stood up a couple times, so like I am a surfer now, like obviously this is my new era is surfing. Um, It was so fun. I definitely like fell in the water so many times and like swallowed so much water. It like went on my nose and like, actually (laughs) I had like salt water, like dripping out of my nose. It was horrible, but it was fun at the same time because like when you get up, when you're surfing, it's so worth it. But all the times that you fall (laughs) is is not like 100% the best feeling ever. But overall, it was so fun. Obviously, Charlie is like so good at any board stuff like surfing, longboarding, skateboarding, snowboarding. He's like so good at it. So he just like started surfing. No big deal. He'd like never surfed before and he was great at it. So that was very encouraging for me, my little beginner self. Um, The other highlight of our trip was we rented these. They're not ATVs. I don't actually know what they are. They're kind of like... They look like golf carts, but they're, like, really intense golf carts that can do, like, jumps and stuff. And we rented those when we were in Zion. We technically were, like, right outside of Zion in Sand Hollow. It's, like, this, like, sandy, pretty part right outside of Zion. And um, we, like, rented them for two hours, I think. We just drove around on, like, sand dunes and, like, all these rocks. And it was so pretty. Like, places I would love to take photos at, but, like, you could only get to them through these, like really intense golf cart things so yeah that was another highlight of our trip basically we're big experience people so if we could experience fun stuff that was like 100% what we wanted to do Um, I did kind of work still while I was on the road trip so I had like a few videos with brands that I had to do Um, I brought like my podcast mic because I had a few voiceovers I needed to do and stuff like that and I answered emails. I had to finish editing a wedding and stuff. So I did work, but it was like five hours a week at the most. And the rest of it was literally just like hanging out, chilling, um, you know, all those fun things. Um, we did bring Appa on our road trip. So Appa is our dog and he came with us. He is very good in the car, like on car rides. He's great. Um, so he just like sleeps the whole time while we're driving. And then you know, we have like this backpack for him and we just put him on our backs sometimes. If we're like going to places where he can't come not he can't come in, but it's just like it'd be easier for him to be on our back or like um we went longboarding for a day, but we wanted to bring him still, so we just like put him on our back and just longboarded with him. So that's kind of how it worked with having Appa with us. Okay few other things. I have three other things. And then I promise we're going to talk about consult calls. Okay. There is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We are talking about consult calls today. Okay. So it's actually going to happen. Um, what I wanted to tell you guys is I, today on top of doing a podcast rebrand and everything, I decided to launch a fanny pack. photographer fanny pack isn't that exciting it's so cute I'm actually I have it with me so if you're watching on YouTube I'll hold it up for you it is like the bottom part is beige and then the top is white and the inside actually says there's like a little pocket and it literally is checkered and it says photographer and it's just like a little pocket where you can put your phone um or like little things honestly I probably would have put my phone in the little pocket but it's literally so cute and I was just thinking like as I was designing it I was thinking like I want like a fanny pack that's cute and that I would wear to a wedding so that's why I did like the white and the beige and then there's like black zippers and stuff but I was like, I also want it to be personalized. So that's why I have it saying photographer because I was like, this is this is kind of a vibe. I like that it's a little bit more personal. And it's not like super intense. Like it's not gigantic. It can kind of hold like whatever you want it to hold. I probably would put like a phone, chapstick, SD cards, batteries, like random small things like that in there or like tissues, you know, like whatever. I'm probably going to be using it all summer to be honest because... I do not have a fanny pack currently that I'm, like, obsessed with, except this one. Um, And it definitely matches, like, my color scheme of my clothes and stuff. So it's available if you want to go. I'll link it in the description. But it's very exciting. This is my first, like, accessory to launch of my merch. So go check it out. Um, So, yeah, I decided to launch a fanny pack on top of rebranding the podcast all on a Monday. So it's a very productive Monday today. Um, the two other life updates I have while I was on vacation on my road trip, I actually booked my biggest wedding package ever. Um, so that is incredibly exciting. The person that booked it is actually a photographer. I don't know if they listen to my podcasts. If they do, I'm sorry. This is going to be kind of awkward, but whatever. Um, so this is my first five-digit wedding so like it's literally like a 10k wedding and they booked me for the entire weekend and it's in Cabo so it's in Mexico and I have had this package this like weekend long package on my pricing guide for so long like literally two years I've never had it booked so I guess this is just like my little encouragement to you that you should be offering like luxurious high-end packages. Even if it's just like one all-inclusive package, just offer it because you never know who's reaching out to you and who's consuming your content, and who's going to book with you. I had no idea that I was even capable of booking a wedding package that big, but it just kind of happened. And like the person that booked it was Ha- like, have been following me on TikTok for a while and then on Instagram, and was just like so invested in my brand that, like, the number just was what they were willing to pay, which is so cool for me because it's like I've been creating content and like cr- I've had this brand for like three years, I think. Like, the mix of like photography education and wedding photography and all of that, I think it's been two or three years. And I've worked so hard on like putting content out and just being authentic and just like I've invested so much in this, into this brand. And so it's so cool to see it actually pay off and actually reach the people who are willing to book my highest package. Like it's insane. So just wanted to kind of brag for a quick moment because this is like a very big deal for me Um, and it's exciting, but also like I want to encourage you guys that like it's possible and like... Yeah, you just never know who's going to be consuming your content and who's watching you. Okay, the last life update. This is a kind of small one, but Charlie's um he's actually he's great at everything, but he used to do pottery like a lot and he kind of stopped doing it after like during college and then never picked it back up, but he's really good and he has a pottery wheel and everything. And so This past week, we cleaned out our basement so that he has a pottery space so that he can start doing pottery. So he works for me and he's doing like half of a day working for me. And then he's going to do like half a day doing pottery, which is so fun because I think creative outlets are so important for anyone. And obviously my creative outlet is photography and like other things like fashion, beauty. Um, Like I have a lot of creative outlets. I feel like and Charlie does too, but like, I'm, yeah, I'm just really excited for him to like pick this up and kind of keep going with it. Cause also low key, I have some things I want him to make for me. Like, you know, there are just some things where I'm like, when I look at pottery, I look at it and I'm like, Oh, Charlie can make that. Like, I'm not going to buy that. Cause I feel like Charlie could so easily make that. So like we were at this floral shop the other day and there was this cute, like it was almost just like the sphere and just had holes poked in it and then you could fill it up with water and then you could put your your fresh flowers in it. And I was like, Charlie, this is so cute. Like I want to buy this so bad. And Charlie was like, I could literally make that for you. It's two bowls squished together and then they just poke holes in it. Like it's so easy. So I'm like, I have a running list of things that he needs to make me at this point. Like I have, I want him to make me a little matcha mushroom for my matcha whisk, you know, random, very random stuff like that. So I think this is really going to benefit the both of us, you know? (laughs) Okay. That is the end of my life updates. Um, Wow. That was a lot, but literally, like I said, so much has happened. I just feel like I need to tell you guys everything. Like, like, I feel like the podcast is my outlet of like, I always think like when things happen, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to tell everyone on the podcast what happened. So like you guys are my besties. Okay. Like this is not just photography we're talking about here. This is life. Okay. So thank you guys for being here. Thanks for sticking through my life updates. Let's talk about console calls. I kind of debated whether I should say console calls or like consultations or phone calls like they're kind of all the same and I don't want to just say phone calls cuz it could be like a video call too um so basically a consult call is very essential for photographers for any service based like industry I feel like it's important to offer phone calls to people so you can kind of explain like how things work um yeah there's just like a lot of benefits to it so A consult call is basically a phone call or a video call that you make with either a potential client or with your current clients. We're going to talk about both. We're going to talk about consult calls with people who potentially want to book with you and consult calls with people who do want to book with you or they already have booked with you and you're just kind of like, you know, catching up and you're feeding people who have already booked with you. So those are the two different types of calls. Um, let's talk about why they're important. I feel like it's very obvious that like they are important, but let's actually talk through the reasons. Okay. So the first reason consult calls are so, so, so crucial is because they are establishing trust with potential clients. So we're gonna start just by talking about potential clients for a minute. It's important to do these calls because they don't trust you yet. They, you know, maybe just stumbled upon your website. Just submitted an inquiry form, but they don't really know probably too much about you. Maybe they do know about you ish, but they they probably have never like heard you speak or um, you know had a direct one on one conversation with you before. So this is a very important step in the booking process, establishing trust. So with potential clients, I really do feel like phone calls and video calls are so essential and. It is going to lead to someone making a decision about your brand. whether they want to work with you or not work with you. A consult call is going to lead to a decision. And that is so helpful. You know, I feel like as business owners, we do get ghosted a lot. Um, and that can be a little discouraging, but i I feel like a consult call really helps you not get ghosted. Like if someone has a a call with you, they i just feel like are way more willing to say either way whether they want to book with you or someone else you know i just feel like it kind of opens up like a just like a line of communication with each other um so when you do a, a phone call with a potential client a consult call i just my my brain just kind of like It's just kind of spaced out for a minute. This is kind of like the end of the day for me, okay, if you can't tell. So if I'm just a little out of it, it, that's kind of why. Um, It's also I'm recording this on a Friday. So I'm like looking towards that weekend with the hard eyes emoji right now. (laughs) I do love recording my podcast, though. So if there's any way I want to end my week, it's, it's here. It's talking to you guys. So... Another reason why it's important to do consult calls with potential clients, it is going to show that you are willing to put in the time and energy. I feel like that is so key. And just like, I just feel like people are not willing to put in the time anymore. Um, I cannot tell you how many vendors I reached out to when I was getting married that didn't even give me the time of day to respond to my inquiry and respond to my email. Like, I feel like it's the very least you can do. It's so easy to just set up an automation and just have an automatic response. Like I just feel like people are not willing to put in the time. So if you wanna set yourself apart from all these other photographers, literally all you have to do is be willing to put in the time because I guarantee 80% of other photographers are not willing to do that. And that is going to be the difference between you and them. If you are listening to this podcast, I know you are willing to put in the time because you're listening to a podcast about photography. You are willing to put in the time, so scheduling phone calls with people it just validates their their feelings of like I am worth time, okay? And that's pretty important. Like it it really is an important thing. Um, it also helps you sell yourself, which is an obvious reason, but like. Your phone call is going to help you sell your services to your potential client. It's going its going to help you book, like, at the end of the day. Like, you can convince someone to work with you. Now, it gets sticky when we're thinking about convincing someone to work with you because that's not really, like, <laughs> we don't want to convince someone to work with us. Like, we do want them to already have a desire to work with us, but it's almost like you are solidifying how they feel about working with you. So they're already interested in working with you. They already have certain things that you do that, you know, they feel like they relate to and it's like very on the same page as them. But when you are hopping on a phone call with someone, you are solidifying those reasons that they want to book with you. So before they were kind of ideas about booking with you, kind of like, Thoughts and feelings, but then when you hop on a phone call, you either solidify those feelings for them or those feelings go away and they decide, like, oh, we're not a good fit. I do feel like, just to tell you guys really quickly, I was talking to one of my friends about this, who's also a photographer, about like phone calls and like whatnot. And I just feel like I book a lot of phone calls and I do a lot of phone calls, but I don't necessarily feel like they all book with me. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like every single person that I have a phone call with ends up booking with me. I do really feel like the phone call shows people the yes or the no. Like it very clearly is going to give them the answer that they need. And I'm going to be honest. Like I do plenty of phone calls and plenty of video calls and consultations that, don't end up going the way that I want them to. Not necessarily that the phone call itself goes bad, but like they just don't end up booking with me. And I think that's okay. Like there, I currently have peace about just like people not booking with me and it being okay. Um, you know, because I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Like everyone wants different things in a photographer. They value different things. So I just want you to know before we keep going on this trained about phone calls, like in your head, I don't want you to think a phone call equals a booking because it doesn't and it's okay for a phone call not to equal a booking. So let's talk about why phone calls are important with current clients. Um, it's going to show that you are willing to help them. And I think at the end of the day, it also shows that you are willing to put in the work to let them have a good experience with you like I almost feel like if you're not willing to hop on a call like are you do you want them to have a good experience with you because you by hopping on a phone call with a current client you're willing you're showing that like I I want this photo shoot to go well for you I want this wedding to go well and I am willing to help you you know when people don't do phone calls I'm like uh, like, are you just kind of hoping that they have a good experience with you? Like, you kind of get to control someone's experience with you when you do consultation calls. Just kind of thought. Just food for thought. Obviously, if you're going to do consultation calls with potential clients, it not potential clients, current clients, it is going to help their shoot or their wedding go better. Like, you essentially are helping that go smoothly by providing professional advice and, you know, all of that. It also establishes you as a point of authority, which is healthy in a service-based industry like us. Um, Being a point of authority is a good thing because you, you know, you're the service, you're the expert. Like that's just kind of what we want it to be. Um, You know, everyone approaches business differently. And some people do more of like the friend business owner thing where, you know, your besties, other people are like, I am your authority, nothing else. And I kind of feel like I fall in the middle of that. I like, I want to still feel like someone has a relationship with me and we're friends and I also capture their wedding or session. But at the same time, like I am providing a service to you. So I'm going to be professional about it and, you know, kind of act in that way. So that's kind of like, I kind of it's good to establish yourself as a point of authority especially through phone calls but like I it's a little bit of both for me like I want to be a point of authority but I do feel like hopping on phone calls also just establishes like your I don't know your personality um especially with current clients like you're already booked like, there's not much else that it's going to go like, it's not like they're going to go and be like, Oh, I don't want to work with you anymore based off this phone call. That's probably rare. Okay. So yeah, I feel like it's good for just showing your personality and stuff. Um, And ultimately when you do console calls with current clients, it does help you get a good review. You know what I'm saying? So there is good things in the long run for phone calls. That is a selfish thing to think, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, what are you left with after a photo shoot or a wedding? You're left with the photos and then reviews or no reviews. So it is is something to consider, okay? So when should you do phone calls with potential clients? So kind of for me in my head, there's like a three-step process. First step is someone sends in an inquiry via a HoneyBook inquiry or whatever. Um, You get the inquiry and you respond with your pricing and you kind of look through their inquiry and you just kind of see like, okay, are we the same vibe? Like, would we be a good fit? If so, then you're going to go and send over your pricing and provide an option for them to book a phone call with you. Um, I like to use HoneyBook's scheduling link. It's really easy. If not, you can use Calendly or something like that. But I just give them a scheduling link and I'm like, hey, I think we'd be a good fit. Um, Here's a little bit more information about my pricing, blah, blah, blah. Um, Use this link to schedule a phone call if you want to chat more. I think it's good to offer a link right away and just provide an opportunity for someone to hop on a call if they want to. I have been booked plenty of times just via email. Some people don't need that phone call. But I do feel like the people that I hop on a phone call with, it just like their shoot or their wedding just goes like 10 10 times better because I just know, we know the vibes, we know each other, you know, from the phone call. So um, after that, at that point, most people go and schedule a phone call with me if they're interested, if, you know, the pricing matches up and everything. I want to make sure that I am providing the pricing before I provide the link for the phone call because someone doesn't see my pricing and they schedule a phone call and then I hop on the call and I'm like, I charge $20,000 for a wedding. And they're like, Whoa, I can't afford that. That's not what I had in mind. Like you're wasting your time. You're wasting their time. So make sure the pricing thing is out on the table. Like, yes, your pricing should be on your website, but you should also send it via an email just in case they didn't see it on your website and then provide that scheduling link. So they've seen your pricing twice and they, you know, most likely you are going to be in their price range if they pay attention to the things that you send them. Some people don't. So (laughs) there's that too. So I really truly believe that a consult call is like the core thing in booking clients. The call is going to lead to a decision. And I really feel like the decision is made on that phone call. Okay. So don't take phone calls lightly. Don't just like, you know, do it half, like put your full effort into phone calls because that is going to get you a booking. Okay. Like I can promise you, um, with phone calls, I feel like a console call is the thing that's going to make you unique. A good consultation call sets you apart from your competitors and your competitors cannot replicate your phone call. Like unless they're like a robot or you put out like a course on how to do a good phone call, most likely your phone call is unique because you are having a conversation with someone and that really can't be replicated. Okay. So this is another huge reason why phone consultations are so important It is going to make you unique from your competitor. Um, I also believe that the first person who they book a phone call with most likely is going to be the person that they book with. Um, I just think time and time again of me doing like home projects and stuff. The first person that gets back to me is like, hey, yeah, I can do it. Like I'm booking with them. It's a little bit different with photography. It's a little bit more like artistic and like based on style and not just who can get the job done. Um, but I do, I do think that you being fast with providing a scheduling link and everything is pretty important for someone deciding whether or not they want to book. Um, so keep in mind when you are doing phone calls with people, this is going to make you unique. This is how you stand out. So let's talk about some tips and let's talk about the actual phone call. Okay. Um, I'm getting comfy here cuz we're we're getting into it. First biggest tip ever. Are you listening? Okay. If you're not listening, now's the time to listen. If you tuned me out, tune me back in right now. Make sure you listen to the person you're on the phone with. Listen to what they are saying. Okay? When you don't listen and you're just listening for a response, do you know what I mean by listening for a response? When you're in a conversation with someone and you are just trying, you're listening to what they are saying kind of, but you're listening, hoping to find something in what they say to then for you to respond to, that is not good for phone calls, specifically for phone calls with potential clients. Like, actually listen to what they're saying. Um, I think a lot of the times we can get nervous and we're just like kind of just listening for so you can have a response. But I just, I feel like you really can't be so focused on your script and what's next, what's next, what's next. Obviously, you need to lead the conversation, but like, genuinely listen and genuinely respond. Like, I think being personable is huge, and that is a huge part of phone calls and talking to potential clients. So I wanted to tell you guys a little story about one of my friends who was looking for a web designer. Um, You know, she's a photographer, she wanted to redo her website, and I was like asking her, how's the process going? Like, have you found anyone that you wanna work with? And she was like, yeah, I like hopped on a few phone calls with some web designers, and I found one person I really wanted to work with. Like I did a phone call with her and it was really great. The first person she talked to, she said, did not listen to her at all and talked the entire time. She felt like she didn't get to communicate her vision. She, feel like, she felt like she didn't get any answers out of it. And she was just like, the person literally didn't even like listen to anything I was saying. They just talked the whole time. Um, And she ended up booking with the second person she had a phone call with because she just felt like they connected a lot better. The reason I'm telling you this story, if you can't tell, is because she booked with the person who actually listened to her and didn't talk her ear off. I feel like sometimes some people are nervous talkers. I don't necessarily think I'm a nervous talker. Maybe I am and I don't know it. But like if you are a nervous talker, I want to encourage you to... Like, when you're on a phone call, pause, take a minute, like, and ask them a question. That really slows the pace of the conversation and kind of redirects the focus to them, okay? So second tip for console calls, be in charge and drive drive the phone call. You are in charge of the phone call. (laughs) I... I've had phone calls where, sorry, I just need to think to make sure I actually want to say this. I've had phone calls where potential clients take over the call and just bombard me with questions. And I've had those people end up being kind of like not ideal clients, almost like Bridezilla's a little bit. I'm thinking specifically for wedding clients. And it's kind of become a little bit of a red flag for me if someone can't let me be the professional and be in charge like they kind of have to take over the call and feel like they need to ask the questions and whatever um, and I feel like part of this has to do with your personality too um, like whether or not you're kind of more dominant or more passive um, but I would say just like work on being in charge of the conversation if you really struggle with this and it just doesn't happen maybe just work on asking questions and kind of directing the conversation. Um, that's that's really what I'm thinking of when I say this. I'm not necessarily saying be in charge, like be stern, be strict, like don't let them veer off, but kind of just like direct the conversation where you want it to go. Um, you want to take your potential client down a path of your process, um, you answering their questions, providing solutions for them, and then like ultimately like asking like, for booking or like, you know, giving them next steps, whatever. That's kind of the process you want to take them through, but you wanna do it in such a subtle way that you are just directing the conversation and it's not so much like a rigid pattern during a phone call. It needs to feel like this natural flow. So it's gonna depend and vary person to person that you talk to. So keep that in mind too. Um so. When you're in charge of the phone call, remember that you need to walk them through your process, ask them questions, important questions, and just kind of tell them your expectations for both you and them. It's always important to just communicate what's expected. Um, A great tip for phone calls is to give professional solutions and provide solutions to their problems. Um, It's so important to tell your potential client why your service is valuable and I think part of that is going to be providing solutions to the problems that they're facing so if they say that like oh I'm reaching out to you because like I couldn't find anyone like in my city who took like really nice filmy like true to color photos and I feel like you really did that um, and you can kind of re- reiterate that and be like, yes, like I really value that. And, um, you know, my photos are very film inspired, very true to color. Like basically you've already solved one of their problems. If, um, you know, a potential client is on the phone with you and they're like, we actually like are really struggling. We don't know if we want to do a first look or not. Um, right then and there, you can provide professional advice for them and just let them know like based on my experience here's kind of the pros and cons to both and from a photography standpoint here's you know what like the benefits to doing either are um so you just you just want to be the expert okay like provide solutions be that person but also like know when you're overstepping to like don't provide so many solutions that you seem like a know-it-all. Like, there, there is a point where it's like, okay, they're humans and adults. Like, they can make a rash decision as well. Rash? I don't think that's the right word. They can make a good decision. <laughs> I think rash is like making like a random or spontaneous bad decision. <laughs> so, it's not rash. They can make a well-thought-out decision, okay? So, um, remember kind of on that topic, um, of just like being professional, providing solutions. How, how does your service solve their problems? And I really want you to focus on that. So ultimately I feel like someone's going to book with you if they, if they feel like you are the solution to the problem that they're facing. Um, if their problem is I want good candid wedding photography and you provide the solution, I offer good candid wedding photography. Like, you know, that, that is the solution to their problem. They're going to want to book with you. If they're like, we want a photographer who feels like, you know, that we're like close to, and you know, feels more like a friend. You can provide the solution of, I can be like your friend, you know? Um, so focus on what is their problem and find a solution for that. Always, always tie it back to them. Um, ultimately we're all selfish. I feel like I've talked about this in the podcast before, but like we're selfish people. Everyone's got selfish bones in their bodies. Um, so remember at the end of the day, yes, they're looking for a photographer, but like ultimately they're selfish and they want to know, how are you going to help me? You know, like, how is this going to benefit me? So always tie it back to them. If they ask like, what's your style? Um, what's your shooting style? Like, You can describe your shooting style, but tie it back to them. So I might say I'm a candid, like natural posing photographer. Like I am a fly in the wall. I very much like candid photos um, because I want your wedding day to provide memories for you to look back on um, that you can get that nostalgia. Every time you look back at your photos, you just feel the emotion That right there is, here's the answer to your question, but here's me tying it back to you, right? Like I took that end part and I told them how the way I capture photos is going to benefit them, okay? You see what I did there? So really think about that. You And these aren't things that you're gonna think of on the fly. These need to be, like, these are pillars to your business. The solution that you offer to people as a photographer, that is a pillar and a main selling point to everybody that you work with. Okay. So if this is just something new you're thinking about, that's fine. This is something that's going to change your business. So like, let's really make sure we have these things set in place before we even hop on phone calls with people. Because if you're, you don't know what solution you're selling, then we've got a problem because they're going to be able to tell, like they don't even know why their services are valuable in the first place. So Know your value, know why your services are valuable, so then you can communicate that to your client, and you can get booked. Okay, next tip. Express what you love and why you love what you love. (laughs) That sounded way cheesier than what I wanted it to be. Express why you love what you do. That's kind of what I was trying to say, and instead I said express what you love, which is not what I was trying to say. Express why you're passionate about photography and why you love it. Um, I think passions are something that a lot of people can relate to. And if you're passionate about something, people can tell. So just kind of express your passion on a phone call. You don't have to like get too gushy with it or too like overbearing with it. But just like make it known like I'm passionate about this and here's why. Um, And even like that here's why... That should be a solution to their problem and should you know provide to them something that they feel like is valuable. So at the end of your phone call, always bring up the next steps. Um, tell them how they can book, send up a follow up email with the next steps as well within a couple of days. Um, this is so important because bringing up the next steps puts it in their mind of like, oh, this isn't just this isn't just phone call like. I actually need to book a photographer and I I actually should make a decision, right? Like saying here are the next steps really forces someone to think, okay, do I want to take the next steps or no? Um, so that's a good thing to mention. Always ask them what their timeline is for booking and ask them like, okay, how soon do you want to be booking? Um, you know, that type of thing. Just so you can get an idea of like, when should I follow up and when should I expect to hear from you? Um, you know, I find that a lot of people, they'll say like, oh, we'll have an answer for you in a week. And then a month goes by and it'll be like, hey, did you forget about me? And they'll be like, oh yeah, we actually want a book. We just decided. So, you know, the timeline varies, but like just to get a thing in your mind. And I do feel like it kind of puts a little bit of a timeline on that decision for them by asking them, when do you want to make your decision? Because they do have to kind of solidly say like oh, we're thinking in like two to three weeks, you know, that's going to put that ticking time bomb on them basically. Um, And remember, always leave room for their questions. Um, I'm going to go through and explain like an example consult call and kind of go through, you know, all of those different steps and whatnot. But remember like questions, that's really why you're doing a phone call is to answer their questions. So remember like leave room for them to talk and for them to kind of just like Fire off questions at you. They're gonna have questions most likely. So um, I'll kind of tell you guys when um is a good time to ask them if they have questions. So here's an example console call for you. First thing, you're hopping on the call. You are going to thank them for their time. You're gonna say, like, yo, thanks so much for hopping on. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here, whatever. Um then I think it's important to gush over a few of the details. Don't waste their time and kind of, like, beat around the bush. But do, like, talk to them about their wedding and, like – or photo shoot, whatever it is. Like, do, do gush about some of those details of, like, oh, August is a beautiful time to do a wedding. Or, like, oh, I love – um, kind of the vision you had for your newborn shoot. Like I really liked the idea that you had for this or whatever, like just really gush about those things. If you don't feel like you have anything to gush about, then kind of skip this step. But most of the time in my inquiry forms, I feel like I have some little bit of knowledge, um, from that form that they can, you know, we can kind of go back and forth and talk about. So next step after you gush, actually during this step, make sure you listen and you relate to them. Big, huge thing. Listen, relate, establish that relationship, establish I'm a human, here's me, like this is how I talk and this is how I respond to things, like establish that during this gushing kind of like compliment stage. Next, ask them, what are you looking for in your photography? Like maybe just kind of ask them like, describe like what you're envisioning, whatever. This is going to help you number one, to see their vision. And it's really going to help you understand like, am I a good fit in the first place? It's also going to give you leverage later on. So remember what they say during this. Okay. Maybe you write it down, whatever. Really listen and pay attention to their answer to this. Um, also ask about timeline, desired coverage. Make sure they mention something about style as well. If they don't, ask them in a separate question, like what style photography are you looking for? Like what style is something that you value as a photographer as a client looking for a photographer? What type of style are you looking for? Um so once you go through and ask that question, then ask them like, are you okay if I walk through my process? and you know kind of like how I work so you've given them a chance to talk now you're gonna say is it okay if I um go through my process and kind of I talk a little bit and all the time they're like yeah that would be great I would love that um so once you do that then you are going to describe your style describe to them why you are valuable okay um and this piece about being valuable you can think back to their answer about what are you looking for in a photographer and when you are describing your style talk to them about why you are what they're looking for um you know if someone's looking for really candid images kind of really go on about how you take candids and like explain your process of that um so that to them is going to be valuable. Whatever they've described and what they're looking for is a very clear picture of what they seem to be valuable as, you know, what they're looking for as in a photographer. So, um, describe your style, um, tell them details about the day of the shoe, how you work, um, how the whole day goes. If it's a wedding, describe the entire wedding day, start to finish, um, what you do during each part, whatever. And, if it's not a wedding, just kind of go through like an actual shoot, how you pose. Um, Posing is important. Like make sure you tell them what your posing is like. Most people come to me and they're afraid about posing, um, especially with like potential clients. They'll come to me and be like, I am terrible at posing and I'm nervous because my significant other also sucks at posing and we're awkward. So, um, you know, if your client put that in their inquiry form, that is a sign that maybe you need to really talk on that point during your phone call, okay? So, the next thing would be explain like how you prep and plan, explain like gallery delivery, how that works and again reiterate why your service is valuable to them and remember their answer to the question that you asked them earlier. Then at this point, ask them if they have any questions about anything you said or any questions period, this is gonna be the time for you to go back and forth with them about questions and whatever. Um, During this time too, I do find that sometimes people ask for like professional opinions and whatnot, so this would be a good time to, you know, add in your two cents and give professional advice. Um, You you wanna make sure that like your potential client is getting value from you before they even start paying for your services. And I do feel like by providing solutions to questions that they have and like just like general things that they have questions about, um, that is valuable by providing answers to those things. Like you are basically you're you're proving that you're a valuable service like you haven't even hired me yet. And I'm willing to tell you about your first look and how to make this part of your wedding day go smoother. Um, So I, I feel like that is a good thing to do. If your client doesn't have any more questions, um, you know, or they didn't have any questions to begin with, uh, at that point, just like ask them if they got a chance to look at your pricing. This is the part that gets a little bit awkward on um, phone calls. I'm not gonna lie, it's awkward, but it's a good thing to bring up because, like, it's not like you're dishing out photos for free. Okay, so like we got to talk about price. Um, It's good to bring it up at the end because you've solidified why your services are valuable. You've answered questions for them. So it's like, okay, now let's go into pricing. Now that we've verified like we're on the same page, um, you know, I'm a good fit, blah, 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 blah. We're getting to pricing now. Okay. So ask them if they got a chance to look at your packages. Ask them if there's one specific package that interests them. This is what I like to do because it's like, you know, it's just asking like, hey, did you have one that maybe you were leaning towards? Usually at this point, if they have questions about coverage and pricing and stuff, this is where it comes in. So, um, that's a good, that's a good segue, a good transition. And if they're torn between two packages or whatever, give your professional opinion based on their circumstances, based on what they want. Um, then at that point, um, ask them their timeline for booking. This is kind of where you're like, okay, like, let's, let's figure it out. Also, like I, I, now that I said that, I, I realized you probably should tell them your next steps, like after you ask for their timeline, but maybe I feel like these can be either way. Um, I guess you could be like, Hey, when, how soon are you thinking of making a decision? And then um, you can be like, okay, well, if you do decide you want to book with me, here's what the booking process looks like. Walk them through your next steps if you haven't already. Um, tell them that you're gonna follow up with an email and like follow up with them so they don't have to worry about you know following up with you. Like you'll follow up with them, and in that follow up email, make sure you go through over those uh, go through all of those next steps as well. Um, just to like have it down on paper for them. And then that's it. Then that's the phone call. You hang up. That is what I do for my phone calls. And to be honest, like I said, it's like a 50 50 type of thing where some people decide that I'm not really their cup of tea and don't, they don't want to work with me. Other times people love me on the phone calls. I feel like a lot of the times right now for me, I'm getting turned away a lot because of price. Um, that's just how it goes. You know, there are going to be different reasons why people turn you away. Um and that's okay. So phone calls they're great, but they're a lot. Um if there's anything you take away from this episode, it's just like do phone calls. Don't be afraid to do a phone call. Um it's it's going to be great for your business. So that's it for today's episode, guys. I am going to play the full oh shoot song for you guys you can take it in and it's full glory but thanks for listening thanks for being here and i'm excited for more episodes this month let's go uh yeah have a great day everyone
0: expose my mind to clarity oh my spirit shudders capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity and the wisdom rushing in so much lights in the shadows is my composure all the layers above all the edits and tweaks I know her I am so done Need more time developing in my red room it doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand whatever the moment wherever we stand I'm taking it doesn't matter wherever I am, on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand, whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking you, taking you, taking you. Get in a little bit, higher. With different step I take, I'm getting good. Get in a little bit. we when...